Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Or if you're new, welcome to Ali, Aaron, and the Multiverse. We are doing this podcast to watch shows like Arrow and the Flash. We're former coworkers, uh, and we thought this would be a great way to just catch up and talk, especially through COVID, um, so that we'd have something to do. Um, we just kind of go over the episodes. We watch them in order and we just talk about what we thought about the episodes. We talk about our thoughts on the multiverse and everything. I am more of the newbie when it comes to this. Um, I got into watching Supergirl and The Flash. Didn't really go too much into the whole DC universe, Um, but Aaron is definitely more into it and has more background on it than I am. So yeah. Also, fun fact, we just record or didn't record this whole intro and started, <laughs> but luckily we only got like five minutes in. So now here we are officially recording and yep. hopefully this time will go a lot better. Listen, it's our first podcast adventure. Uh, there's bound to be some fuck ups and uh, we'll go with it. But uh, I'm glad, like you said, I can't. Can you imagine? I would have just thrown the computer against the wall. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm the, the bigger nerd. Uh, I go to the Comic-Cons and the Dragon Cons, and I watch all the shows and uh, see all the movies. But it, I'm really excited because for you, it's brand new, and it's always exciting when something's new like that. And I, there are plenty of shows I wish I could go back and see with new eyes. So I'm going to see it new through your eyes, and uh, it's going to be fun. And uh, we're going to try this again. So let's go. Episode two, season one of Arrow. Yep. And the name of the episode is Honor Thy Father. Which is good to know. And we definitely looked that up beforehand and did not have to look it up uh, while we were sort of not recording when we started before. (laughs) Okay, so um, this episode starts out with more flashbacks. You know, Oliver's He's, you know, doing his voiceover thing. Everything's terrible. I'm on this island. I have to avenge my father. And then we jump into a big fight scene. And, uh, you know, he's, he's beating the crap out of another guy. And, he, you know, another guy who's got all his little guys. All of these dudes have all of these henchmen. And they're all fighters. I want him to fight someone who has garbage henchmen. They're just like yes men. And, he, you know, one person throws a punch and then he just whips the crap out of him. Because how do all these guys know Kung Fu? What is up with that? I mean, I don't know. And to be honest, I think that, like, all of these guys are, like, those tough guys who think they're, like, super cool and can handle mm-hmm. anything. Like we saw in the first episode with that guy who Adam Hunt hired as his, like, top security at the Oh, end. yeah, that guy. He like, had a look. he thought he could handle the world. And then no sorry like arrows got you beat (laughs) tough luck (laughs) yeah i i mean this guy he didn't have a a head henchman like the the last one did um his name who's the bad guy this time his name was uh, well so technically there were two right so there was the guy at the very beginning who i forgot his name but he, he was, was the one stealing money from the pensions. Yes, yeah, he was stealing the money from the pensions, and then um, Oliver, well, Arrow, I guess, is that like his official name, the Green uh, Arrow, or so his um, what they, I think they're still working on it, but what he ends up being called is the Hood. Okay, so the Hood like smashes him against um, 
like one of those fans on the top of the buildings that yeah like a big air conditioning fan yeah 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 and he tells him to call his partner and like give back all the money so i thought that was a very super intense first scene so i was really excited when the episode started but then it got kind of into the court scene and i was kind of like okay like where's this going and i got a little bored for like the first half of the episode to be honest oh okay but it was well i don't know if it was the first half or like the first 10 minutes or so just kind of like that where There's it was more of, of like the backstory. Up. Yeah, exactly. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, well, you know, if like this is obviously not a movie, it's a series. So you're not going to find everything out right away. Like it does take more time. And they've been going on what, like seven seasons now or something. So I get mm-hmm. that you need to put backstory in there. And honestly, if it wasn't there, I would not like towards the end of the episode, I wouldn't have understood as many things. But right. it just when I first watched it, Because I watched it twice on the same night because... I remember, you were like, I want to watch another! (laughs) Yeah, so I wanted to watch another so bad, so I just watched the same one again. And then I watched it again yesterday and today so that, like, half of it yesterday and half of it today so that I'd be refreshed for Yeah, we had a little bit of a delay because, you know, life. (laughs) Yes, yeah. But I'm glad they had that in there. What did you think of... um, through those uh, the slower sequences, it, we we saw him. He went to court to be, you know, reinstated from the dead. I, I thought that there were a couple moments that that I do think that sequence was a little longer than it needed to be. And mm-hmm. the lawyer said some weird things, like she was like, "We're asking for his death certificate to be, uh, you know, taken back." Unfortunately, we will not be asking for her his father's to be. It's like, why did you need to say that? That's like. That, yeah. that seemed unnecessary. Like, it just seemed... Drama. Yeah, it seemed unnecessary. And she also said, unfortunately, the the Queen family is only entitled to one miracle. Yeah. And I was like, why? It was so dramatic. Like, what kind of... I don't know. Maybe... Whatever. But um, I liked the bit with um, Thea. I think it might have happened a little later where we find out that she did know that he took the drugs. So you were right. Cause she mentions that she's going to go out and party, but she's going to drink. Uh, so don't try to steal any drugs. And I'm like, Oh shit. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I think it's interesting how like smart and keen she is for what is she? 17 now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she's got to be very well educated to be, you know, if they're right. that rich and shit. Yeah. And like when she, this is, skipping ahead a little bit to when she walked into his room but mm-hmm. like she was literally dressed like a like a little businesswoman <laughs> that's literally <laughs> I what didn't I thought, like that. with a blazer and her nice necklace and a nice blouse like she looked like a mini mom but I was like well that's probably what they dress like you know yeah they're probably taught you know that type of thing pretty early but I really liked when she confronted him about all of his scars and tattoos and he like the way that he sort of like stared off into space he does a really good sort of thing with his face when he's like distancing he he's literally putting physical distance letting you know sort of letting her in but not really i i think that's been really interesting and then when he's in the car on the way to i believe it's no it's the way back from the uh courthouse and all of the uh reporters have accosted him 
and he gets in the back of the car and he's with Diggle, who now is smart and has someone else driving the car. Yes. So he's in the back. Um, but he says that whole thing about, he, he, they sort of bond because he said that it's actually harder to come back because everybody wants a piece of you. So, you know, that I thought that was really nice. And I like that they have something in common. Was that the courthouse, though, or was that the office? Because remember at the courthouse, he got left behind. Oh, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah, and that's why he got in at the office. That's why he got in the back. You're right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, that was, I, that was I a lot. I love that gag every time. Every single time. <laughs> yeah. And then what's his name? The friend. He's like, this happens Tommy. to a lot, doesn't it? Dude, and Tommy, I didn't remember this from last time, but every time he's there... He is a really bad influence and he's he's kind of he seems not like a great person because he's always recounting things that they did that were gross. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, remember that time you punched that guy? Oh, that was great. Remember that time you had that DUI? So much fun. He just he seems to be I don't I don't know what they were trying to do with him, but I guess that's supposed to be, you know, they're rich douchebags, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I just thought that was kind of funny that he only shows up to be like, haha, remember those times? Right, yeah. He's yeah. definitely an interesting character. Yeah. And so that all of that seems to take up this big chunk of the episode. You're not wrong about that. It is kind of like stretched out a little longer than I think it needs to be. But, you know, second episode, they're figuring everything out. And then you get the moments with Laura Lance where she's got her client, um, and the dad, uh, Captain Lance, who's trying to keep her safe. And yeah. then um, and then <laughs> Laurel and Oliver have that really weird moment with the ice cream. Uh, it, he just, he's like, stay away from me, but also let's have some Rocky Road or whatever. Yeah. Well, because that was after when Thea had come into his room, seen the scars, and then she showed him the gravestones. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going in order at all this time. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. So I thought that was really special because she was telling him, like, showing him the gravestones, what they had done, and she talked a little bit about their mom and how she didn't talk for, like, a year. Um, And so Thea would go out and talk to Ollie, and then I thought it was kind of, like, rough, but also, I mean, true, because... At the beginning of the episode, when she was going out to, like, go party and get drunk, she was like, all you've done is judge and, like, ignore mom and, like, blah, blah, blah. So, like, don't think that I'm going to tell you anything. And then she comes mm-hmm. in and sees the scars and it's like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't realize it was that bad. And then she shows him the tombstones and then she's like, I – she said something like, I liked you better when – or I felt closer to you when you were dead than yeah. now. So I think that was kind of like, like he realized before she had said that, that he needed to open up, that it was like hurting her. But I think that was his turning point. And the only person he felt he could open up to, I guess, was Laurel Lance. Yeah, which I think is, it's interesting. It's, um, I like that he, he sort of sees that it wasn't easy for the people who were left behind I guess as well yeah um they all had to cope with it in a different way but I think it's kind of weird that he does go to Laurel because I guess they were dating but he was again his sister or her sister's dead because she was on the boat with him you know right yeah gross so (laughs) 
I mean, I feel like there is some sort of like connection that they still had, obviously. And I think that he couldn't, because it was talking about how his mom wants him to be someone who he can't be. So I think he couldn't really go to, like, mm-hmm. Tommy wouldn't have taken him seriously. And he couldn't go to his sister because she's too close. Like, she's obviously part of the family. So, like, I feel like that would be too close. And then he doesn't really have anyone else that we've met. Right, right. right. No, I think so. you're right. Um, and But I liked how they sort of turned that into, it was a nice moment between them. And you yeah. get to keep seeing... Oliver keeps going from the, I guess, the real Oliver, this changed person to, you know, fake Oliver. But there's that really cool moment where we, you get to see his badassery where he's like, there's someone on the catwalk yeah. or whatever the fuck. And she's yeah. like, what? And then he picks up a knife and, you know, then Diggle's there and he throws the knife and it's and Diggle's like, that wasn't weighted or whatever. And he was like, let he me said, go. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was I thought that was really cool. <laughs> Wait, what? I said Diggle's not buying his shit. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, like, I thought it was really cool. And Diggle, like, he was in such, like, combat mode, I feel like, that mm-hmm. he processed it, but he couldn't, yeah. like, delve deep deeper into it in the moment because he just had to, like, make sure that everything was clear. Mm-hmm. But... Like afterwards, when he when Oliver got the ice pack for him, he's like, "I think I'm learning the type of man that you are. Like, don't take me for a fool." And it's like, because who else knows how to throw a butter knife ten feet across a room? Like, yeah, that's crazy. So I yeah. thought that was really cool. And then, um, then Oliver's like, you know, this is garbage. I'm gonna go hunt down. Uh, I think that a guy's name was Nocenti. That, that was no, Emily Nocenti is the girl, the daughter of Vince Nocenti, who was the one who was killed. Oh, I thought Nocenti was the name of the bad guy. No. Okay. <laughs> That's the name of the guy who found out that um, he was dealing with the triad. The Oh, yeah, the Chinese the triad. Name? Also, um, the woman the literally reminded woman? me the the Chinese woman literally reminded me of Lucy Liu from Charlie's Angels. Like, when she, she came in with, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> with and the dress and everything, and then with the cat also, suit. Also, and... apparently Oliver speaks Mandarin. That was, they, they yeah. introduced that. I was gonna ask, like, where did he learn all these languages on the deserted island for five years? And, uh-huh. like, I mean, obviously, it was in China, so, like, Something could have been picked up somehow, but then also we get to the end of the episode and find out that it's not a deserted island entirely. Well, yeah, there's another... there's more going on. They they really like to leave you with more questions than answers. But one of the things I liked when he was fighting um, the triad lady, um, <clears throat> they're in a the location they're in. You know, it's that big, crazy sort of cylinder sort of thing did you notice that where they were fighting yeah 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 yeah. that okay so they shoot the show in vancouver in canada and a lot of sci-fi shows in the 2000s and up till now like all these dc shows besides um black lightning which is in atlanta they all shoot up in vancouver and um i've seen that location in battlestar galactica i think i saw it once in the 4400 
so every because it's a cool looking space but i saw that and i was like oh that's like the eye of jupiter you know what i don't know it's just funny that everybody every location scout is like we yeah we're gonna use that place because it looks awesome <laughs> that's interesting i've never would have i mean i also haven't seen all of those but i never would have realize that i feel like i wouldn't notice that in any show regardless like i just wouldn't pay attention to it there's this uh funny joke for people who watch um all of the stargate shows that every because in stargate they go to different planets right every Mm. planet looks like a forest in vancouver that's the joke (laughs) that's funny that's good okay Um, so sorry go ahead no i found out the guy's name was walter summers Oh, see, I didn't remember that at all. Or, no, wait, Martin Summers. Martin Summers. There's someone else named Walter Steele. Martin Summers is the bad guy of this Isn't episode. Is Walter the, the, the husband? The yes. Husband? That's, yes, you're right. Um, also, a lot to do, by the way. He's just sort of there. Yeah, it's, I, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure his place yet. <laughs> yeah. But also, the name of the lady from the triad is... China White. That is her name. They really uh, went for it with that name. Yeah. I mean, you know, the white wig, the (laughs) Chinese triad. So, so creative. (laughs) It sounds like a wrestling name, like the WWE or something. Yeah, definitely. I don't know about that. Oh my gosh. Also, I thought it was interesting. This is kind of jumping around towards like the end with the fight scene, too. But like when summers was trying to get away because he knew that or no yeah because he knew that the arrow was or the hood was mm-hmm. back at the docks um and then the guy on the walkie-talkie was like said the guy's name or whatever and he kept like saying it in mm-hmm. my mind since we use walkie-talkies at work i was like there's no way in hell that you're <laughs> leaving enough time for him to respond on the walkie-talkie <laughs> that's so funny that was literally the first thing that popped into my mind because he was like i don't know his name i'm just gonna use like john he's like john 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 are you there i'm like how how do you know he's responding shut up so i can answer (laughs) give me time to click the button exactly so that was my thought when when that happened but that's um, super i didn't think about that but that's so funny because you're right that's that's definitely uh at work we would all go crazy about that yeah for sure um i did want to talk about though the mom's role in this whole thing yeah Mm -hmm. moira because like we found out at the end of the last episode that she like had hired someone to hire people to kidnap him to find out what he knew Mm -hmm. um oliver just to be clear (laughs) um and then when Diggle loses Oliver that first time at the courthouse, mm-hmm. she, like, is interrogating Diggle almost, like, where is this man going? Like, where, like, I'm your client, not him. Like, you should be staying by him. But then the way she's asking Diggle is almost, like, where is he going? Like, in a very, like, I need to know, like, this is, like, a matter of security or whatever but then when Oliver comes in she's like oh I can't lose you again and she goes into like mom mode as opposed mm-hmm. to like business mode and I think that just it blows my mind how she can be so like two-sided like that yeah I mean I I'd sort of forgotten some of this but it 
it surprises me that she's she's obviously very involved in this because there was that symbol in the book and then at the end we see the symbol with the guy or whoever but um she she's the one who had the the yacht uh hijacked or sabotaged yeah yeah and so was her plan for them to die in it because that's pretty dark and right what the hell's up with that i don't know like when i found because we found that out at the end of this episode right Mm-hmm. So, like, when she said that, I was like, wait, you, what? <laughs> you tried to have your own son and your husband killed? Like, that makes yeah. no sense to me. Or even if not killed, like, obviously injured or harmed Something, in right? some way. Like, also, well, how I mean- can a boat that size, like... Did they like blow something up in the boat or something? Or like I don't know how that works. Obviously, I'm not a mastermind <laughs> of evil plans. So listen, I'm sure we will find out more with each episode, but I, I was thinking about it and uh so um what Daddy Queen, forgot his name, um, he had the book with a symbol in it, and mm-hmm. you know, I he I think the fact that he had that. And maybe she was trying to get rid of him or something. Maybe he was planning to uh, try to right his wrongs at some point soon. So mm-hmm. maybe that was what was happening. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I haven't seen this in so long that I, it's nice to sort of be like, what the hell did happen? Yeah. Well, because the, the symbol on the book that Oliver found in his dad's pocket, which, by the way, was blank, so did oliver write everything in based on what his dad said or was there like some sort of special ink that was i don't know (laughs) we will find out at some point yeah because i mean obviously like a brand new notebook in five years would definitely look like what oliver has now Mm -hmm. but it just like i was like wait it's blank like there's nothing in it what how did you get all these names unless you have a great memory which is also debatable because you were dying pretty much on a deserted island your memory is not going to be that good like I'm sorry but it's just not no human is capable of doing that at least I don't think maybe in like very certain circumstances but that was interesting but the same symbol was on the book at the end of the episode Mm -hmm. that that guy had so i don't know what the connection is there either what do you think uh, what do you think of the symbol what it looks like i mean it kind of looks like i mean it's a circle with a bunch of lines in it Uh i don't really know like i was thinking like something like the earth or something or like some sort of like building structure base or something like that but i like i don't know what that is because what I noticed too is on the book it was like an inverted like how do I like I think it was like outlines of the lines whereas at the end of the episode it was like the lines were colored in if that makes sense Mm -hmm. maybe I'm just insane and I saw that wrong but that's what it looked like (laughs) to me (laughs) well I I want you to um I think it's going to be fun for things like this for you to articulate how how it made you feel or what um uh sort of like what you thought about it because we will eventually 
obviously we're going to get answers to these things as we go. And right. uh, it'll be fun to see sort of where you, where you started with what you saw versus when you see it actually happening, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I don't know. That's going to be an interesting, an yeah, interesting Moira, thing to see play out. Thing is crazy. Yeah. So it really picked up. I feel like it started out really strong, was a little slow in the middle part, and then really picked up at the end. Uh, Oliver, as the hood, uses another one of those awesome Bluetooth arrows. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Or I guess it was just. It had a recording in it. Yeah. It seems yeah, yeah, like yeah. that arrow, little blinky arrow. Hmm. I thought that was really cool how, like, he just threw it so precisely at, yeah. at um, what is it? Detective Cap- Lance? Captain Lance, yeah. Captain or Lance, Detective yeah. Lance, sorry. Yeah, so, also, um, how did he know how to play the recording? Like, <laughs> I think there was a big button. I think it is, like, just, you know, press the button. Yeah, these are, like, the little things I think about, like, realistically. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I thought no, it was... That's the best stuff. Yeah, but I thought it was really cool how because you don't even see him like press the button. He obviously probably pressed it while he was chasing Summers into that area. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I thought it was really cool how he just like has these arrows, yeah, and just does all these how, kinds of tricks with them. How is he? I mean, they again. I think they're probably well educated and everything, but. You know, how is he creating all of these, like, bullshit arrows, you know? That that was one of my questions. Like, does he go back and pick up his arrows? Like, how does he, does he make them by hand? Like, where is he getting all of this stuff, you know? In the first, uh, first episode, we saw him doing some, like, grinding on an arrow. So he's definitely making them. I wonder if uh, the front part of the arrow is kind of like a standardized thing. And then the back is where you put in all the trick bullshit, you know? This one's the mm. recording one. This one's the, uh, the I don't know, Bluetooth one. This is the one that steals all the money from the bank account. <laughs> well, I did notice that he had some of the shorter ones on his arm oh, as part cool. of his suit. So I think those are like his little like Bluetooth and recording ones. And then like the ones that he has in his back are the ones that he uses to kill people. <laughs> what do you think about the, the whole outfit? I mean, I think it's good in terms of being, like, not necessarily, like, inconspicuous, but conspicuous at the same time. Like, no one runs around with, like, a hood over their head and a mm-hmm. bow and arrow on their back. But also, <laughs> like, it's, like, dark enough and, um, what's the word? Like, I don't know the word, but it's... Incognito, you know, can Yeah, it's very, in. like, you can't tell who it is. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I think it's definitely like a good look and it is obviously very like useful in terms of like he has places to put everything and stuff like that yeah there's it doesn't have um the sort of bullshittiness that some but i think 10 years prior with all of the shows that used to exist that weren't as good there's a lot of sort of if you look at smallville the costumes look kind of hilarious when you look at them now they're like brightly colored and there's lots of dumb armbands for no reason and this feels like the the most practical sort of thing yeah is that the one with the guy who didn't have a belly button no that's kyle xy oh okay (laughs) yeah i don't know that's okay that's that's why i'm the nerdy one i know what you're talking about (laughs) they looked the the two main guys looked similar 
to me. For sure. They definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um I definitely like his outfit or super suit, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's not really he's not a super person, but he is sort of like a super he's a he's a vigilante right now. But yeah. I think right. it makes sense because it looks sort of like a it's got like a motorcycle outfit sort of feel to it. Yeah. I feel like somebody could actually make that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's like very realistic for someone to like who's not doesn't have an MBA like he said and like yeah. it's very realistic for someone to make out of things that you find or just make on your own. A DIY project. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Home cosplay. Yeah. Uh, so at the end, we see Oliver, and he's at the gravesite, and he's talking to his dad, and he's like, I love you, you gave me this mission, I'm gonna do it, but if I'm gonna do it, I'm probably gonna have to dishonor you a little bit, I'm really sorry about that, uh, but I'm gonna do what I have to do, and then he gets his grave, uh, taken out, and I think right before that, we saw the scene where he was at the dedication for the new building for Queen Consolidated, and he acted like a fool again, did his whole... I'm Oliver, I'm a jerk thing. So yeah, he's really yeah. playing up that whole game. He was. And I think that regardless of whether or not he has any inkling of what his mom is doing, like, mm-hmm. I think he had to do that in order to get the freedom, the hood. Yeah, get the freedom mm-hmm. and be the hood. And then it also benefited him in terms of his mom's whole plan because which made me think because his mom in the car at the end said, well, you saw for yourself, he doesn't know anything that could like hurt us or whatever. So that means to me, that means that the person who was in the car with her was at the memorial dedication. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's what that means to me. But I mean, maybe it was televised or something. Obviously there were very influential families. So there's a good chance that it could have been, televised or like on the news but I think that's a good read though I I think that's uh that makes a lot of sense and I I don't think Oliver at this point has any feelings about his mom being involved at all um so it's it's just really interesting to see like from her perspective because she's obviously got plans and then he's got plans and nobody knows the other is doing things so yeah it's gonna be cool to see how that plays out and I mean obviously he comes out on top just because there are so many seasons but like how he comes out on top is gonna be interesting it's a wild ride which is (laughs) (laughs) I'm holding on that's for sure okay so two episodes in uh you're still enjoying it yes yes I definitely like I keep you know how Netflix autoplays the next uh-huh. episode I keep like having to be like no wait I can't watch it go back stop <laughs> so that, hey that's good that means uh that means we're having fun yeah I definitely like I wish I could just binge it because then I could know everything already <laughs> but also like I don't know oh wait something I did want to talk about though was at oh, the yeah. very end so okay I hope just because I know a little bit because of the crossovers from what I've seen from The Flash and from Mm -hmm. Supergirl, mostly Supergirl, because that's where you hear a lot of, like, the random backstory of, like, all the other people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh 
<laughs> but so obviously Oliver wasn't alone on that island because he gets shot in the back with an arrow by right. someone. Oh, yeah. The else. archer. Yes. Oh. But the archer, this is just my like crazy, crazy thought process. The archer looks very much like what he looks like now and what he looked like when he like lit the fire in the first episode to be like found by the boaters. Oh, interesting, interesting. So just because I know from like the flash and whatever and Supergirl that like there are multiple universes and you can travel through time in different ways. Like what if he like I forgot what other like movie or show I saw this in, but what if like Oliver had traveled back in time and somehow ended up on the island and was waiting for himself to get shot with the arrow and then found out that there was actually no one there and decided that he had to shoot the arrow himself in order to make this whole process work to, like, not screw up the whole (laughs) time-space continuum or whatever. (laughs) So... That's my thought process, that it's Oliver from the future who somehow went back in time and landed on the island, and yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I and, really have no like, idea who that is. I think we should do your prediction for something in the future every episode, because I think that'll be really fun. Um, <laughs> I think that that is a really, it's an interesting read from what we've seen, and I think that we will find out fairly soon whether you're correct or not cool because i'm dying to know who that is okay okay cool well i think uh does that cover everything did we anything else we need to touch on i mean i think that covered most of it i think he's slowly realizing that he can't hide himself from diggle so that'll be interesting and just knowing the role that diggle plays more so now in Mm -hmm. like from the flash and everything yeah, so I'm interested to see how he falls into that role. Yeah. From what um, he is now. I did want to just bring up from the the pop culture references, the Kardashian reference was super funny. <laughs> that was good. He's like, I am been, keeping up. I'm catching up. Been gone for five years on an island. You still know who they are. They just, they're, yeah. they're fucking everywhere. So Yeah. I did wish, though, because you know how the name of the show is Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Uh-huh. But he said, oh, like, I'm catching up or something. I wish he would have said, I can, like, I'm keeping up instead of catching up because then, like, but that also might have been, like, a, a copyright, copyright maybe? issue. Yeah, that's <laughs> but I thought that was, that was funny, too. I, whenever I hear the Kardashians, um, there's, this is a deep cut, but uh, in, uh, I'm such a nerd, in Star Trek, there's a race of aliens called the Cardassians, and they're they're sort of like big kind of uh, reptilian looking a bit uh and gray and there's a lot of jokes about keeping up with the kardashians and keeping up with the kardashians and how they're not that different from each other (laughs) so whenever i hear kardashians or kardashians i think of the kardashians got it that's funny there's gonna be a lot of a lot of nerd references you're gonna hear about a lot of shows that you've never seen but who knows maybe uh you know, 12,000 podcasts from now, we'll get to all of those shows, too. I can show you Star Trek, you know, all those great things. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. I definitely have wanted to, like, start watching those shows. I just haven't hey, gotten we, into it yet. 
let's let's uh let's figure that out they are okay so they're coming out with a new show that might be if we want to jump onto something to also podcast about called star trek lower decks it is a cartoon and it's supposed to be more like funny and silly i'll send you the uh like the promo for it because it's starting like next week or maybe the week after but it looks really fun and kind of zany and i think it would be an easier sort of like entry into it because star trek has it's a lot of world building like with these shows the reason we're starting out with arrow is because it's the first one and that way we can build out this world for you so it makes sense because you've seen all these crossovers but like you say there's no context so you're a little like what the hell's happening yeah that that might be fun and uh if it's a little 30 minute show i think it's going to be that um it looks it looks real cute cool i'm down Hooray! Okay, well, uh, I think that's going to be a wrap on episode two, season one of Arrow, episode called what, Allie? Honor Thy Father. Oh, very good. I already forgot that again. (laughs) We will uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. You can find us on the Twitter and Instagram and a couple other things that I'm sure we'll have set up by this time. And uh, we'd love to hear what you think. Leave us a review and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.